What up, guys? Your boy Quake. We're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 191. Yeah, 191. It's your boy Vito. You already know how this shit go. Let's get it, boy. I buy that for a dollar. We we're just talking about uh, King Von yeah. a little bit. Uh, shout out to Traveler Ross. He did like a long, long, almost like four hour documentary. I haven't checked it out, but um, <clears throat> he has a he's having video issues with YouTube right now over some bullshit, but. Um, of course. Yeah, go ahead and check that out whenever it comes back up. <clears throat> Man, my voice. I think this yeah. drink because I laughed. We were laughing earlier about something in my oh yeah, drink messed shit. up my voice completely. We we're in tears, sweating. Yeah. So, uh, give Richard I try and documentary. Oh my God, please let us. I am, you know, uh, come on, the progress has been amazing. I think uh, we got like one more, probably one more week until I'm happy with where we're at with it. And then we'll see what we'll do after that. We'll see how we're going to execute uh, getting it out there. Because there still needs to be a plan set up of promotion and stuff. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, but it, it's coming out good. That's the good thing. Uh, it's coming out the way I want it to come out. And there's a lot of parts that I've I've put in there that people are really going to find interesting. So, yeah. Because, you know, the, the first draft that we had of the documentary, it was cool. But... You know me, I had like pockets of stuff that like I like to do in order and then I like to do pockets of things that like people have no idea about. And that's what I added in. I added in like these pockets of of information that my video editors, not that they're bad, but they just, they don't know the whole get rich story. So like little stuff that I was like, okay, this would be like one example, right? Throughout the interviews that we did, mm-hmm. there's quite a few people that mentioned 50 Cent getting blackballed from the industry. Mm-hmm. And the way these people explained it was very interesting. So that's a pocket that I added that was like, okay. I didn't fully deep dive into it, but I could do a whole own documentary on that, which is like insane. Just on that? Yeah, just subject. on that subject if I wanted yeah. to. Wow. Because it's, it's that's like, so yeah. what I'm planning on doing, we're going to release the YouTube version. And then probably two to three weeks after, I'll release an uncut version on Patreon. Because there's a lot of stuff that I want to kind of expand on, but I don't want to do it on YouTube because some of it is violent. You know, you got 50 and Ja Rule, so uh, some of it gets violent, but plus, you know, some of the content's super long. I don't want to drop, you know, a four-hour Give Richard I Try and documentary. It's just too long, too long-winded. Uh, I do feel like two hours is good enough, and I think it's, it's going to reach two hours. Mind you, we're missing some footage, too. What I mean by missing, not that we don't have it, but some people backed out of the documentary, so there's an aspect that I was going to look yeah. into in the documentary that was going to be really, really sick, but... You know, I had to pull back, and I'll be able to speak on that probably in the future, hopefully, um, and let you guys know why, what happened, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that aspect was very dope. Yeah. That was something we had that was really, really sick. That would have added something to the documentary that nobody ever would have done. Oh, my God. So we have it. We have yeah. it. It's just we can't put it. That's on the there. thing is I'm glad we at least recorded it because you never know. Yeah, it's there. It's so there, yeah. And so, that's, that's what caused some delays too, man. Of that too, yeah. yeah, and behind the so scenes it's not stuff just and quake or, you know, a lot of different stuff, man. Yeah, people, just, have no people, people have no idea. People have no idea. Yeah, no idea. You guys have no idea about the behind the scenes. Man. If you guys, if I told yeah. the story of what happened, which I probably will in the future, you guys would be like, "Holy shit!" The stuff yeah. that you're dealing with. Uh, so, yeah, but that's the update on it. Um, I'm hoping by end of next week to get a final version finished and done, ready to go, and then it could possibly come out the third week of April, you know, maybe the last week of April or first week of May. So it's between there. Uh, I might, you know, if it, if it comes out too late in April, I might just do first week of May. I think that sounds kind of better. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll figure it out what we're, how we're going to do it. Uh, it just depends on time frames and stuff, but that's the update for that. Let's get into the news. Uh, rest in peace, Coolio. They finally revealed what he died from, why he passed away. And this is a, this is a problem going on in America all over. America, not just uh, with artists and celebrities and stuff. Aculio died of a fentanyl overdose, according to a coroner's report shared by Los Angeles rapper's family. The Gangsta Paradise hitmaker family spoke spokesman Jarrell Jerez Posey relayed to TMZ on Thursday afternoon, April 6th, that they had heard from the coroner who explained that Coolio passed away due to cocktail due to a cocktail of drugs. In addition to fentanyl, the rapper also reportedly had a mix of heroin methamphetamines in his system. Damn. Wow. Uh, the coroner also believed that his long habit of smoking cigarettes and severe asthma played a role in his body's 
inability to fight back, leading to his tragic death. Julio passed away on September 28, 2022, at the age of 59, after he was discovered unconscious inside his friend's home in Los Angeles. Paramedics arrived minutes later and pronounced him dead at the scene. At the time, paramedics believed he suffered a cardiac arrest. No drugs or paraphernalia were reportedly found surrounding him. Uh, Julio's seven children plan to keep his legacy alive through an array of film and documentary projects in the near future. Uh, the Blast reported that the rapper's 300000 estate would be split between all his kids since he didn't leave a will behind. Yeah, everybody paid their respects, you know, Snoop, Ice Cube, Bello Cool J, so on and so forth. Crazy. Uh, man, drug overdoses in America happen. Yeah, it's like, a very bad thing. It's actually the number one problem, I think, in America. Yeah. I remember. So, um, you know, now you're seeing rappers talk about it more, promote it more. So... It's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Um, what's cool is Ray Shremmerd, that song they dropped, that samples Eminem's stand. Mm-hmm. Lean's gone cold, I wonder. Yeah. People are like, they're, they're promoting Lean, but I think it's uh, Slim Jim, which is the second. Slim Jimmy, I think his name is. Um, in the second verse, he talks about how uh, he's like, I don't I don't pull up anymore. So he basically is like, nah, I don't fuck with Lean anymore. So. Oh, more artists, you know, a lot of artists have actually quit Good, doing yeah. drugs because of, like, Juice World dying. Juice World was a huge thing when he died of uh, drug overdose. That was a huge thing that impacted people. They're like, whoa, yeah. let me not do this because this is fucked up. Um, sometimes it takes people dying, unfortunately, for some people to snap into it and be like, okay. Yeah. I gotta yeah. Cut this shit out. Speaking of uh, drug uh, issues and overdose, DMX, so... As of the recording of this podcast today, it is Sunday, April 9th. So it's been two years since DMX has passed away. We were talking about bodies decomposing, right? It takes about 15 years. I think 15 or something. Something like that. Two years, so. So. It's still there. Yeah, it's crazy to think about. In good shape. Pretty much in good shape. Uh, Swiss Beats gives him love. He says, long live my dog for life. DMX the great. Uh, The Rough Riders Instagram posts. Photos of leaving flowers at his uh, grave site. Put a bunch of flowers and stuff. Um, yeah, just everybody showing their love. Uh, I want to talk about what's your favorite DMX song? I was thinking of that. Or your top three. Top three? Wow. What was that record we were just in? Slipping and Falling? Slipping. Yeah, Slipping. That's that's one of my records. Um, I'm gonna go on the the best of DMX compilation yeah, man, album because be I can't. What a hood, what a hood, what a hood at, what it, uh, what these bitches want. Rough Riders and turn 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 turn. X gon' give it to you. He gon' Lord give me a sign. Lord give me a sign. How's it going down? Drake sampled that a lot. Uh, get it on the flow. Get it, get it on the flow. We're just going off the singles and hits. Um, I personally, my list is one, Slippin'. That's my favorite song from him. Two, What These Bitches Want. And then three, Rough Riders Anthem. Yeah, Rough Riders Anthem. Is, I think it's everybody's. That, that's, that's my top three. I even like the song with uh, DMX, Eminem, and Obi Trice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a fi- that's one of my favorites. Was that actual song like on an album? Was it on? The, it was on the Cradle to the Grave soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah, it's actually, yeah. You know, it was uh, soundtrack. That soundtrack. Go to sleep, bitch. Damn, motherfucker. That soundtrack is. By the way, that fire. song is the first time Eminem went at Jaw Rule. The first time. For the first time. Yeah, and publicly. Jeez. Yeah, Jaw, you'll get it too. He said, ends the verse, and boom, that's when yeah. it started with Eminem getting involved. In it. That's he heard, he heard Jaw Rule talk about Haley and. Oh, I can go against all of them. You fucked go up. Go sleep, bitch. Nah, so, mother- yeah. Nah. That was the first time I'm in one at job. That's one of my favorite records. I do like also DMX, Styles P, and 50 Cent on Shot Down. Yeah. Remember that record? I enjoy that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of different tracks. I just can't think uh, of He's got He's got a very solid album. So, yeah, to me, those are my yeah. top three. Slipping, um, What These Rough Bitches Rider. Want, and then Rough Riders. Those are my in my order, too. Slipping is number one for me. Slipping is just too good of a record. Um, way too way too real of a record. So agreed. Rest in peace, DMX, man. Rest two in peace, man. Years, two years. He would have been by. fifty-two years old right now. Had he still 52. been alive. So died at the age of fifty. 
That's young. To be honest with you, man, without I don't want this to sound disrespectful because the way I'm 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 surprised he survived this long. Because there was moments where like he was in and out of the drug issues, he was getting locked up. We we're hearing stories of this and that. That I think in 2013 when he was locked up, there was rumors going he died around then on Twitter. Like it was trending and people thought. And then like one of the spokespeople for DMX or one of the people in the prison were like, "No, nah, DMX is alive and fine." But there's always been like worry about what's going to happen to yeah. him. Seemed like he was going through a lot, a lot of stuff. So yeah, I think you know he made it a lot further than what. I think most people were expecting, to be honest with you. I think eventually we knew that DMX was going to have... It seemed like he turned his life around towards, like, the last two, three years. Right. He looked a lot, like, uh, healthier, fatter. You know, like, it was like he was working on his comeback album, so it was like, okay, we're getting something. But, uh, yeah, he was fighting his whole life, man. So, yeah. Uh, insane story. His life story is crazy. Like I said, I want to do a DMX documentary, which I was going Amazing. to work on and start a three-part but then, you know, we got to get with the Get Rich thing, and then just kind of things got in the way, and I was like, all right, let me just put this to the Hopefully side. Hopefully we can make an actual documentary like we're doing Get Rich. That would be amazing. Yeah, but we don't have DMX. That's the problem. It's all right, man. You got everybody Everybody else. surround. Yeah, that's yeah. a possibility. But we'll have to see how this one performs, and then, you know, yeah. we'll look into other things. But I like doing the YouTube style, too. It's yeah. one of my favorite styles. So I just get to chill, you know, and, like, home i don't have to travel everywhere that's the problem with get rich documentary i was traveling non-stop and it was just like i didn't yeah. it's a lot man it's a lot but it's it's also f- amazing hearing it from the actual people right yeah, you know it's a good experience telling you and they're telling you stuff like you nobody's heard before sometimes. exactly yeah you know that that's that's the amazing part yeah and then those they're, like how they were showing us other things that they have and nobody has seen and yeah, yeah, things they've done and sharing all kinds of stories, stories, memories, you know, arts. And yeah, just yeah. going to a lot of these people's places. I would go into their places because, thankfully, they were they were they were nice enough to invite me into their homes or their studios, whatever it was. Which I appreciate every single one of them doing. Um, you know, you would go into their 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 place and all these plaques, like it's it's yeah, so beautiful it's, to it's see. Inspiring. Man. I saw the Chameleon here, the Sound of Revenge plaque oh, that the uh, Sean Blaze had. For he's the one that produced a bloodhound. He had the yeah. plaque there. I took a photo of it. I sent it to Chameleon. He never responded so far, but because yeah. uh, sometimes he's never on social media. To find Chameleon on social media like is rare. So hopefully he eventually sees it. But he's like, man, how'd you, how'd you, where do you find this plaque? <laughs> yeah, so it's a dope. It's like a blue plaque. Uh, it's very sick. Uh, but yeah, so that that's true. Yeah, so if I could do a DMX documentary like that, it'd be it would be really nice. Yeah, that would be dope. But yeah, recipes DMX. Uh, speaking of resting in peace, finally, XXXTentacion's family can rest assured knowing that the killers have officially been sentenced to life in prison, prison without a chance of parole. So it's right. over. No chance of parole, meaning you have no light at the end of the tunnel. You're finished. You're there. Uh, let's go over the article. Uh, XXXTentacion's murderers, Dedrick Williams, M- Michael Boatwright and Trayvon Newsom have been sentenced to life in prison without a chance of parole. On Thursday, April 6th, the three men convicted of murdering the rapper appeared in Broward County, Florida courtroom where Judge Michael Usan handed down life sentences, which are mandatory in the state per NBC Miami. Prosecutors had not sought the death penalty. The three men will have no chance for parole or early release for good behavior. At sentencing, the late rapper's manager, Solomon, uh, Solomon, read a statement on the behalf of the family, and also gave a nod to X, X's son who was born after he died. This is a loss we will truly, we'll, we will never truly recover from. We will never get to see Jesse live his full potential. We will never get to watch him grow old. We will never get to watch him be a father. Yeah. If you look at the video, they each get sentenced. It's kind of weird yeah. because one of them looks at the other person, like when they get sentenced to life, and then he kind of looks at himself and he's like, kind of realizes what they're what they're gonna like imagine <laughs> you know your life's done pretty much it's over yeah it's it's so getting that sentence it's it's kind of crazy it's like you can see in their face it's like a surreal moment it's like what is happening right it's heavy now? yes you know and you don't know how some people you know some people break down cry some people just kind of stare off and just don't know what to react some people get mad some people nod their heads some people look at their family and you know start crying who knows what you know the different reactions from people um, 
Yeah. But they're they're grown men, man. Uh, yeah. You did your you did the what you did, fifty thousand dollars, which is the dumbest shit ever. Um, and you all split it within four people, so it's not like you guys even got fifty thousand. Each of you got probably whatever it was, like twelve thousand dollars, which is nothing, nothing. That's not gonna last you, you know. Even if you spend that wisely, maybe if you're lucky, it'll last you two months, two three months. Um, so not worth it, man. Whole life's down the drain. Uh, yeah, I mean they killed somebody, man. So. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of crazy that he had a kid too, and then he died, and the kid was born after he died. So yep. that's the timing of that is kind of crazy, and it was a surprise too when when they announced he had a kid. I was like, what? So on the way, yeah, that's kind of crazy. It's unfortunate that kid will never, never, never get to. Well, at least the good thing is at least he gets to see him like on interviews and music videos and. Yeah, to see who he was. That's the thing. He's yeah. a celebrity. So at least, you know, yeah. some people uh, don't have celebrity fathers. have no idea. And at least his father set him up for life. Because the amount of money they're getting is insane. This guy's Probably, records. Yeah. No, no. He's got diamonds. Every every year he's... he's so there's at least... I mean, I don't know how they're... If, if the mother takes care of the money properly, does it the way it's supposed to, the kid should be set up for life. Correct. X was, was moving insane units, insane streams. He was... At the charts, number one with the bullet at the time. So, um, it just depends on how you, how you distribute the money, how you're taking care of the money. Correct. Um, speaking of sentencing, this one kind of confused people. Uh, as we got a closure to XXX Tentacion's murder, we got another closure, which is Pop Smoke. And this threw people a little bit off. So, let's go over the article. One of Pop Smoke's murder suspects have been, has been sentenced after pleading guilty. According to Los Angeles Times, a 20-year-old man pleaded guilty in juvenile court on Thursday, April 6th, admitting he entered a Hollywood Hills mansion as a teenager in February 2020 with a plan to rob the Brooklyn rapper who ended up being shot to death by his assailants. The defendant, whose identity has not been made public, pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter and home invasion robbery, becoming the first of four defendants charged in Pop Smoke's death to admit wrongdoing in the fatal incident. He was sentenced to four years and two months in the secure youth treatment facility in Los Angeles, but could remain in juvenile custody until he's 25. The judge declined to apply the two years and eight months that the defendant had already spent in jail, juvenile hall to his sentence. So he declined that too. Uh, so yeah, if, if the judge was saying, even though you did two, right. and, you know, two years and eight months, it's not going to be counted, so... Technically, he's going to be doing six, basically six, six, seven years almost uh, for what he did. So he owned up to it. He admitted to it. Hey, I did it. I messed up. Uh, uh, so I'm sure he got his sentence reduced because of that. Right. Because usually when you own up to things and you're kind of, you know, like, okay, you know, uh, and it looked like it was kids, man, because you have to look at it, uh, 19, 15, 17. Yeah, that's, so they're not even adults or. Yeah, so they, they you know. I think one of them came in there and said, listen, we're not here to kill this guy. We just want to rob what he's got. And just, just pop smoke. Wrong, yeah. This is what I mean, man. This is the same thing that happened with X. Same thing that happened with pop smoke. You're getting robbed. Do not fight the situation. Just hand them your stuff. Pop smoke decided to fight while you're in a shower, like naked with chains on. You're just going to fight people. Like, bro, just let it go. They caught you. You're butt naked, chilling. Like, yeah, just, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, nah, it's, it's a hard thing to do, bro. Nah, it's not. You, you, use your brain, bro. I understand, but you, I'm not not saying you know. Uh, it's it's a reaction type of thing. You were you just you know you're getting attacked. Like you're not just gonna let you, you let yourself get attacked and beat up. I know. You know it's like you fight back a little bit, but it depends you know, on how much you fight back. Because if yeah. you, somebody takes a chance, you kind of just move. Okay, you know. I don't think they'll shoot you, but if you start swinging, it's any like, of these guys, they're not just the type of guys. Oh no, here you go, here you go. Like you know, I mean X yeah. X was in the car. He was like. Fighting about like you're not gonna rob, just yeah. it's over, bro. Just let him take your yeah. shit. It's not that big of a deal. Fifty thousand, you do one show, you get that back. Those chains that Pop Smoke got taken, let's just say they're worth. I don't even know how much they're worth because they never let's say hundred thousand. Whatever, hundred thousand. Yeah, two shows would have got that back. No, no, of course. Like it's, it's not like something that's gonna affect them <laughs> at all. That's what like, I mean. You know what you're saying? at a level where yeah. doing something like this won't affect you, but even if. Just, What's going to happen? People are going to clown you online. Oh, you got robbed. You're not really a gangster. Cool. You live another day. So, yeah. you know, I forgot who who was another. It was another person that just kind of gave up their shit. Oh, wait. It was 
two chains. This wasn't a robbery. Two chains was he ended up in a shootout where somebody was shooting at him or whatever, and he ran away. And people were like, "There's people online clowning him. Like, why are you running away? You think you're a gangster rapper? But like, makes no. Of course you're gonna run away. Yeah, why wouldn't like you run yeah, away? Like, oh, hey, bullets. I'm, I'm a gangster rapper, so I can I stop s- these bullets. Yeah. I'm Superman. All I gotta, of a sudden, I gotta take them. Like <laughs> that makes no sense. People were just on the internet just be trolling, man. Shit, we ran when there was a shooting. Oh, always, man. Always, yeah. Remember the one that. Huh. Freaking, uh, we ran by the trash can. Oh, it was K-Camps, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there was robbery going there. We high yeah. by it. I mean, yeah, like common sense. It's not like. You're dodging bullets. Like, exactly. You know, you're not going to stand still. You know? What do you think about Akon's thing when he said about shooting? He said, uh, if you're shooting, just drop down immediately to the ground. Don't run. What do you think of that? that that's a good idea, actually. Because he was like, you don't know where the bullet's, bullet's coming from. Ricochet and, yeah. So if you're just running, you might be running to, to the bullet. Does that make sense? I don't. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying which, which. No, think. no, I think that's a that, that's actually that's actually a good idea, and I think that's how uh, I was watching this police show thing, and he, he said the same thing. Like if you if somebody's shooting bullets, you, you drop down, or drop as low as you can and start, you know, hiding like, to cover, hiding yeah. to cover, yeah. yeah. But not just like ah, I'm running. Yeah, <laughs> some people. You're just that's like running people, yeah. straight. Yeah, people like, just. Whatever direction, because you you don't know. I mean, you could be running towards the bullet. Exactly. You know, it hits ping and then ping right back. Ricochet. Because you know? it's not like the bullet's gonna hit something and just start going low into the ground and start. It's just very the chances unlikely. Are, yeah. Yeah, but it's gonna like hit and either go straight down or it's gonna fly straight up. up yeah, you it's know, start flying around. Yep. That's crazy. But uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah so he got basically, when you look at it. Seven years because those two years and eight months he did, they're not being counted. He got another four years with two months. So you're looking at almost seven years, basically six years and 10 months. Yeah. So two they, months off seven years. I mean, they did, they did, they deserve it 100%, man. Learned no, that was, lesson, that was just him. Like that was just that guy. So they're still waiting to sentence the other ones. So I'll see with them. Yeah. So he got, he got his time. At least he knows when he's going to get out. Um, what is it now? 2023, about five years, 24, 25, 26, five years. 2028 will be out. 2028, 29. Yeah, that's a long time. At least he'll be out, man. Shit. I, I would I would, if I did something like this, I would expect like at least 30, 40 years. Some yeah, would expect it forever or life, but yeah. they're juveniles. So I wouldn't have expected life. If I was a juvenile. Nah. Yeah. Of course. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. So, Hey, Hope they learn, learn from this. Lesson, grow up from yeah. Learning. Hope they learn from this, and when they get out, you know, they they speak about what they did, or at least he does, and says, "Hey," because the the mom has forgiven him. They did an interview with the mom, and she was like, "I forgive him because they're kids. They don't know, you know." He's like, "The mom was probably trying to raise him to be the, you know, best kid that they can be." And they get caught up in the streets and doing this stuff. Um, Pop smokes, mom. Yeah. Wow, that's that's so, tough coming from. Yeah, she said, "I forgive him because they're knows. they are kids, and they, you know." Um, they do make mistakes and shit happens and, you know, because uh, what is a robbery? Why does a robbery happen? It's because of the circumstance some people are in. They're poor. They ain't got this, this, this. So how, what's the best way to try to come up with some money quick? Rob somebody, which isn't the, you know, it's fucked up to do. Don't get me wrong, but it's a quick way to get some money. And hopefully what people learn from this is to not post everything on social media because that's how they found him is because of the social media post. Um, you know, the address of the house, the, the the package that he got, he posted, you know, it's like, you can't be doing that type of stuff, man. Especially at that level. And rappers stop staying at Airbnbs. I don't even like staying at Airbnbs. Yeah. A hotel is way more secure. Because how are you going to find somebody in a whole big hotel building? You don't know what room they're in. You have no idea. And by the time, you know, like, who are you going to talk to to get there? An Airbnb, it's just one house. Yep. You know where it's at, boom. And in a hotel, sometimes you can't even get through the hotel without having a car. That's one. If it do, if it doesn't go through like that, you can't get in the elevator without act, having a car. Sometimes the elevator, you have to scan the card. Yeah. They made it now. Because exactly. they, I think they're doing that because of so many hookers coming in and shit yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. Just randomly. Yeah. So if you get through the door, you still got to go through the elevator. If you get through the elevator, you still got to get in the hotel. Because you need a car to get in the room. Exactly. So, so it's definitely more secure. A lot, way more secure, man. And um, plus it's workers and... Yeah, they got records know, of stuff a lot more. Cameras. Airbnb is just some guy listing their, their yeah. property and that's it, you know. Um, And it's not as private. That's the thing, too. I've heard Airbnbs having secret cameras and 
you know, like it's yeah, messed that's up. Crazy, that's why I don't fuck with Airbnbs. I'm either. I'm good on Airbnbs. When I go places, I always get a hotel, you know, and that's it. I don't fuck with nothing else. Agreed. So, yeah, just off this pop smoke situation, you guys should also do the same thing because you never know. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll keep our eye on the other ones and what they get sentenced to. Jim Jones, man, he's been he's been talking a lot. Jones. Jim Jones been talking a lot, man. Yeah, man. Mister, we fly high. Uh, he's flying really high. Balling. Uh, Jim Jones talks about working with Dr. Dre. This was interesting, and everybody has this, this story with Dr. Dre. Every single person that's worked with Dr. Dre says this, so I'm not surprised. Uh, Jim Jones has recalled Dr. Dre punking him in the studio and said that the legendary producer is still sitting on unreleased dipset music. <laughs> Dr. Dre is sitting on so much unreleased music that, God forbid, when he dies, psh, they got they got at least 30 albums locked and loaded. God. At least why does he do this, man? It just pisses. <laughs> now it's starting to piss me off. Yeah, so. Like, it's just, come on, man. He's a perfectionist. Yeah, but. That's the problem. He's a perfectionist. Capo uh, recalled a studio session in an interview with the Amazing All Hip Hop podcast where the Harlem native described his time in the lab with Dre as a great night for hip hop. He said, that was a great night in hip hop, a great night for the diplomats. At a little studio on 28th Street, and Dr. Dre was trying to recreate his new sound for his new album at the time. And we had that sound. Came to my studio. Me and Cam did like four records in there. Joel's, Joel's came and did a record. Did a record at the end, he added. We did about four or five records with Dr. Dre. I don't know what he ever did with the records. And yeah, he did them directly to his hard drive. So we had a copy of it to listen to and shit like that. Uh, truthfully, he joked around. He said, truthfully, you better not put it out because I'm charging $2 million for my verses. He jokingly added. <laughs> uh then he said, um, it was the first time I ever had somebody really make me do my verse over like 20 times. Wow. Uh, the first time I got a piece of that, it had, it, had, it had made me think about Tupac and Snoop and all the others that had to get the beats from Dre. Drake was punking people like, man, go back in there and spit that shit over, bro. You bugging the fuck out. Every time he told me, nah, do that over, man, nah. And he's like, like, bro, you're cursing at me. You don't even know you're cursing at me. You're punking the shit out of me right now because guys is looking at me like you're telling Capo to do his shit over. This is crazy. You're fucking it up for me. Now, this is the story everybody says. When yep. 50 first worked with Dre, 50 was like, I did my version, and then once I bring it to Dre, we have to redo the whole thing and re-record hundreds. I think he said the Heat song was recorded like 80 times. Damn. Over. So. I would have lost my mind by then. Yeah. Uh, Dre, because Dre is looking for a specific way you say something and looking for the right tone. And God, and it works, so man. Talented, the music man. works. Yeah, he just has an like, ear for it, and it yeah, works. his ears. Like, I need to get a piece of that. But Dre's also said there's been there's been moments where some people just get it right at the spot. Like Snoop Dogg when he did the um, nothing but a G-thing, babe. Like, mm -hmm. Snoop just nailed just it right nailed there, it. Yeah. yeah. Where he was like, I didn't have to tell him to redo it. So it's rare, but he's like, yeah. that happens. Dre's talked about that happening. So this is nothing new. When Jim Jones said he had to record, and people were like, "Why are you telling him to record?" Blah blah. blah. Twenty times over. That's a that's the Dr. Dre formula, is re-recording till even Diddy. Fifty mentioned Diddy as well. You mentioned that Diddy when he was working with Diddy early on before after he got shot. Diddy would keep making him re-record stuff over and over again, and he's like, "Man, fuck this." He's like, "Diddy's crazy." He's like, "I'm not yeah. doing this shit anymore." So Damn. that's why he got away from Diddy, but. Obviously, you can't get away from Dre at that point because now you're signed to Eminem and Dr. Dre wants to work with you. Right. So, uh, and who who's gonna say no to Dre at that point? Yeah. If you want it redone, you do it the way he wants it, and that's it. You shut up and do it. Exactly. It doesn't matter what level you are. So I would yeah. love to see Drake and Dr. Dre. Oh my god. I'm curious on that. I would see. I, I want to see how that go. sounds. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Dre needs to work with more newer artists. He does, man. He's got to do a lot of shit. He's got to release some <laughs> shit, work with some new people, drop but that freaking detox. I was watching uh, a Dre interview, and uh, he said that straight out of Compton movie. He's like, I don't know if I was really against doing it at first because he was like, it's probably going to put a blemish on our legacy. That's what I mean. He's very careful about what's going to mess up his legacy and what yeah. is. So that's why he's very selective, very perfectionist-wise, where it's like, if this doesn't come out the way it's supposed to come out, I don't want to fucking do it. Yeah, he thinks far ahead. 
And was it we read an article? Was it like Dr. Dre scrapped a bunch of projects that were millions and millions of dollars? Just spent? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Who so was that man? Uh, I remember it was like a documentary, a movie, or something like that. Yeah. They scrapped and just threw away because Dre didn't like it. And then wasn't there an artist like recorded with him? Oh, he's done. Yeah, he's done a lot of artists like where he just yeah possible. put money into them and just was it Nipsey or no? No, no. There's a lot of artists. Hitman was one of them. Yeah. Uh, that white guy that was Trapped. supposed to be the next Eminem. All these records. Yeah, he just didn't. Damn, that's crazy. But, I mean, you have to go through, like, ten bad artists to get to one good one. You know, you're going to have to go yeah. through quite a few. So, um, yeah, that's Dre for you, man. This is this is not a new story by any means. This is new because it's coming from Jim Jones and the fact that Dipset worked with Dr. Dre. But not new in the formula. I don't know. If I was an artist, I'd be like, ah, I don't know if I want to work with this guy. <laughs> Cause it's just yeah, like, but you might have the biggest record of your life. So yeah, it's like, true, but, you know, um you got to do it, especially when it's engineers and producers. They, they, you know, they know a certain sound. So, Facts. Speaking on Jim Jones, he continues his uh, rampage of talking here. And uh, this was interesting. This caused a lot of debate. This caused a lot of people getting mad, agreeing, disagreeing. This caused Drake jumping in and doing his petty shit that he normally does. Uh, this got Pusha T doing his petty shit that he normally does. That if Pusha T gets snapped, he's going to go on his whole rampage and <laughs> i don't know how that's gonna end uh yeah. so jim jones has weighed in on the top 50 rappers debate claiming that one mc in particular Pusha t is undeserving of a spot on that list now mind you jim jones said drake is the greatest rapper of all time so jim jones is definitely a drake stan that's that's clear right now that's he's a huge fan of drake because yeah. saying that he's the greatest of all time says a lot about what he thinks about drake so during a recent episode of Rap Caviar Podcast, the dipset capo ruffled some feathers as he chimed in with his thoughts regarding Billboard and Vibes' 50 greatest, greatest rappers of all time list, which placed Pusha T at number 29. What This is what Jim Jones said. What has he done that puts him in the greatest rappers of all time besides talk about Coke that he probably didn't get himself? Jones questioned the other panel members. While he did give Pusha T his flowers as a lyricist, he questioned his impact on the culture overall. He's nice as shit. He could rap his ass off, but what has he done? Asked Jones. Nobody has dressed like him. Nobody wants to be like Pusha T. I don't remember nothing. And let's not be evil, but we don't talk about rap where the guy's popping, where the guy that's popping the bitches want to fuck the guys want to be like. Where the guy that's popping the bitches want to fuck and the guys want to be like him. I don't know too many guys in the game that was leaning towards being like Pusha T. Pusha T don't hold no weight out here. He's not pushing no shit out here, continued Jones. Uh, Jim Jones went on to say he'd put over he put Big Sean and Cameron over Pusha T. You go in these clubs, I don't know no, rec no records they play in the club of Pusha T. They don't play his shit outside. Elsewhere in an interview, Jones doubled down on his declaration that Drake is the best rapper ever. Drake is the only one that gets played any place on earth, and they're going to know it in English. If you're not putting Drake in the top two of all time, like, what are we going to do? We're going to keep putting shade on his name. He has broke every single statistic, period, you heard. One asked if he could agree that Jay-Z was number one in the GOAT list. Jim Jones wasn't hearing it, stating we can't agree on that. Um, and then he goes on to talk about Jay-Z. Um, is he wrong for what he's saying? I think he is, uh, because here's why. Name me a rapper who's been able to reinvent himself since the 90s till now and still be relevant. Because Push T is relevant. He drops an album, he does at least minimum 50,000 first week. Which a lot of artists that have been in the game 30 years, I want to say around 25 years, 20 to 25 years, will not do 50,000 copies. But right is it because of his music, or is it because he got into the whole Drake? No, 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 no. He was okay, selling. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, no, no. Everybody yeah. that mentions, oh, it's because of Drake. No, nah, that's how he kind of came back. Nah, nah. Okay. Nah, he was selling. 2017, he sold. I don't know how much he sold. Eighty thousand, ninety thousand copies. Okay. So that was before the Drake beef and everything. Um, let's let's go over his albums, his sales on the right. albums. Just, just I'm out of curiosity here. But that's, I mean, Jim Jones, what he said, I I don't disagree with him. But who has that run though? That's just just if we give Drake props for having longevity and Jay Z props for having longevity and Eminem having props for longevity and Kanye longevity, why isn't Pusha T getting props for longevity? No, no, that's fine. He can get the longevity. He used to be in a group. Here's the even harder yeah. part. 
He used to be in a group, the Clips, with his brother who relied on a specific producer, which was Pharrell, a lot. They dismantled that group, and he went as a solo artist and made it to. So it's like that's hard as fuck to do. Jim Jones is the last one to be talking because Dipset as a group was doing it, and Jim Jones tried to do it as solo, and granted, he's doing great music, but Jim Jones, Pusha T is doing way better than Jim Jones is. Not even close. Jim Jones is not where, where Pusha T's at. Yeah. He has four solo albums. My Name is My Name in 2013. That sold 74,000 copies the first week. That was in 2014. And then, let's go to the next one. King Push, Darkest Before Dawn. By the way, these are all very highly reviewed albums. We're talking A's. We're talking 4.5s out of 5s. We're talking 10 out of 10s. We're talking 4 out of 5s. We're talking... A minuses. Look at this. 8.2 out of 10. We're talking 8 out of 10. We're talking 4 stars out of 5. All this stuff reviewed. Highly reviewed albums. And a lot of these albums are actually nominated for Grammys, awards, whatever. Uh, let me see. Yeah, this. he definitely has a better album than Jim Jones. This doesn't have... I don't know why this doesn't have the first week sales on this site. Let's just say he did another one of 70,000. Let's just say that. Um... This other one did seventy seven thousand. So he's doing he's doing around seventy to a hundred thousand copies. It's almost dry at about fifty five. So yeah, he's doing around seventy to fifty thousand. Fifty thousand to seventy thousand copies each album he drops. Yeah, so he's doing more than Jim Jones. Yeah, way more. Yeah. Um like triple almost. Well, how much is Jim Jones doing? And he's probably doing like twenty, twenty one. Let's see what he did. Because he dropped an album recently with his hit maker, so Oh yeah, he did. Um I'm curious to see what kind of numbers he's doing. El Capo was his last um, solo album. There is no sales on this, and it peaked at 114. So, um, was it a great album? Yeah. No sales on this one, and it peaked at number 131. Which album did he? Capo was his. Look at that, 21,000 first. Yeah, Jim yeah. Jones, first off, Jim Jones, I'm not know why I mentioned it. Jim Jones has, this is what I mean, is longevity. Pusha T can drop an album, be top 10 album, get Grammy nominated, and then still sell. Fifty to seventy thousand first week, and eventually go gold and platinum. Yeah, how how, how can he not be top fifty? Like, yeah, I don't just know. longevity. Yeah. Even if he's even if he's number forty nine, he still right. he deserves top fifty all time. Um, and people are saying influence. Push T has done his own influence. You know, uh, there's been Travis Tyler the Creator mentioned it as a, he loves him as an artist. Um, there's a lot of artists. I just can't think off the top of my head, man. Um, so I feel salty. He's not. Yeah, that's 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 one of the reasons yeah. why. Um, then you got the clips, man. Like, you know how many records the clips have, have, yeah. have had that are just fucking out of this world, man. That's just right there. You know, grinding is one of those records. Uh, that is just like everybody. That beat is iconic. Um, and let me see if I can uh, play a little bit of that just to kind of refresh people. Did he get asked this question, or he just randomly started talking? About I think I think yeah, he just randomly started talking. About just push it to you. The ghetto, the backyard, the yard. I said yeah. it with one whip. It's off the hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher. Pusher. Call me subwoofer. Cause Sub I pump. And by the way, so here's another reason why he's one of the top 50 of all time. He single-handedly slapped Birdman, Lil mm. Wayne, and Drake all in one. Ooh. And they ain't do shit till this day about it. Stop. And the story of Adidon is one of the top five diss tracks of all time. That song made yeah. Drake become a father and take his son out there in the world and show him. And you got Jim Jones. This is why Jim Jones is mad doesn't want Pusha T on there. This is exactly why because Jim Jones loves Drake. And he's mad that Pusha T spanked that boy and still spanking him because Drake hasn't done shit since then when it comes to dissing Pusha T. Now, Drake can make hits all he wants. We're not comparing hits. Drake washes Pusha T in hits, outsells yeah. Pusha T. That's not the debate. The debate was when they were in a battle, Pusha T spanked him and consistently spanked him even Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne's Lil Wayne does all this talk about being the best rapper ever but never gone to beef <laughs> with nobody no battle with nobody true 51 in a battle no nah, nah, put alone lean in that yeah. that's it that's it that's all we got yeah. Pusha T spanks him thousands of times Jay-Z gets in a little thing here and there and hides away so it's like you can't but you can't go with push that Exodus track too, I think is a top. <laughs> have you heard the, the Exodus track is probably top ten of all time too? Yeah, I mean, I'm willing to put him 
he has two diss tracks that are to me top ten of all time, which is like that guy is not somebody. That guy is very calculated and will destroy. That's why they won't go against. Him. So th- that alone puts you in the top fifty. That alone, just off that, that that caused waves to the point where Drake was looking like he's defeatable. Because mm-hmm. people were like, "This guy, how can anybody?" Because he destroyed Meek Mill. So everybody was like, "Damn, Drake!" Like, yo, I'll be scared to go push two. Like, hell, no. he went in there, surprised the world with a bunch of shit that nobody ever like looked yeah, into he got or knew. Dirty. Yeah, it was that was a very scary moment. That song, like, I would hate to be Drake. Like, duh, that song is just so utterly. And the fact that Drake had to go on Instagram and explain the photo of the blackface, he had to explain this photo that it's not racist. He had to go on Instagram, write a paragraph. That's when you know you lost. When you have to explain yourself on things, like the, where did he find this fucking photo, Pusha T? That's what I mean. Is the research and everything he did it was just like the spider joint. Oh, spider. the M's count different when babies, babies divide the pies. Up. Let's examine why your music for the past few years been angry and full of lies. Ah. I started at the home front. I'm on one. Dennis Graham, stay off the gram, bitch. I'm on one. You mentioned wedding ring like it's a bad thing. Your father walked away at five. Hell of a bad thing. Damn, bro. He's shitting on his family, dog. Let's not get into this shit, man. <laughs> By the way, Drake's Drake's duppy diss was pretty dope, too. I really enjoyed that. Um, so Drake had his thing, but just push T.Y. So yeah, Jim Jones is one million percent wrong. Yeah, you can't just you cannot battle push because he'll push your ass out the way. Exactly. Uh, that Ugh. was just so Jim Jones is just mad at. I think that that's why he said that because he loves Drake and he couldn't he can't admit that you know somebody had something that that went at Drake that was good. Yeah. Um, just imagine if Push T had the same star level as Drake. Yeah. Imagine if they're the same level star wise. Drake. Career probably would have been done. Yeah. If they were the same level of star. That Drake's career, because here's the thing when Pusha T did this, there were a lot of people that had no idea what Pusha T was. When Drake, yeah. There were a lot of people like, who the fuck is this guy that's dissing Drake? But because he became so hot, people started knowing about him. They're like, oh shit. Like, okay, this guy is somebody. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Yeah, but the sales don't reflect that. The sales don't reflect that. Yeah, but his. It's just well, him, people knowing name. about him. Yeah. yeah. Helped. That's that's a big too, man. Yeah, but that's ugh. I mean, Flesh. had he had he failed on that, it probably would have fucked up his career more. So the fact yeah. that he didn't fail on that. Well, he wouldn't fail. He's fucking ugh. I mean, exactly. So I'll push straight. And then out that the dude, way. that 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 Exodus track, just to beat the 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 like You got a kid, but you ain't telling us today. This, guy, ugh. this song is so good, dude. The beat the production. Yeah, this, like, I know. You played this like a million times in front of my face. Yeah. Yeah, like how like this is best served like steak. Well done. Get a gun in your face. Hold on, pause. Bitch, nigga. Yeah. Would you put this in top ten for the I said I said the push team might have two songs that this are is, top this ten. This is definitely top ten. Yeah. This is people this. have you praying to God. Huh. Hope your kids have been hiding your mom. <laughs> <laughs> They ain't pulling them triggers. triggers. Come on, man. Like, you heartbroken. Yo, it's gonna look like ours. Even the dream. Come on. The dream even added, you know, his parts. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Come on, man. This. And what did Birdman, Lil Wayne, they had nothing for this? You hot shit. He's talking about Lil Wayne, the blood flag. Like, yeah. Hot <laughs> shit. And they're getting half of everything you get. This is the line right here. This is the line that everybody remembers. Lucky Berman didn't get dirty. Contract all fucked up. Oh, come on. I guess that means you all fucked up. Damn. You signed to one nigga that signed to another nigga that signed to three niggas. Now that's bad luck. Yeah. Damn. That's going at Drake, too. Come on. I cried when he said that. And here's the man. I wish I could cover this a little bit more. Drake was like trying to jump in and be like, "Nah, you ain't gonna tag Lil Wayne." Burma. Come on, man. He he why, spanked why, Drake. Why? Dude. Why didn't Wayne, Drake, Birdman just come up with a record? Because Wayne, Wayne, Wayne claims to be the best rapper alive, but will not battle people. You can't do that. You can't claim I'm the best rapper alive, and then when somebody yeah, comes but, at you, okay, but you sh- you should have like just like how you replied to I provided. Ex- like, no, he did. He replied a little little slight, but like. Yeah, but he should at least do a, a record with a video like how he did. Just one. Want, yeah. Just one. Yeah. That's it. You don't want to know why 50's Piggy Bang is one of the best tracks of all time? Because he went at everybody. He didn't care and destroyed all of them. 
directly at everybody. That's why it's one of the best diss tracks of all time. I don't think he destroyed That's why, him, but... No, no, everybody was destroyed. Nobody was even close to 50 when he was dissing all those people. Jadakiss, Fat Joe, all these people were just... They were not... Well, I mean, they were not his level. Exactly. The hottest thing. And that's why he was shooting at everybody. And yeah. he said, come, come get at me. Come, just, come, come. <laughs> come, come, come. <laughs> yeah. You want to come? Right? It was like zombies coming at him. He just... <laughs> that's what he was doing. That's why it was called the Massacre. God so. damn, I would ha- hate to be them that That's year. why it was called the Massacre. Um, damn. That's another reason why Tupac hit him up so direct, so forward. You know, that's what I mean. Direct records, too, like that is just beautiful. So Damn, yeah. I'm kind of upset. They should have replied to this. Never did. They should have, because I think I think they would have came up with something really good, if they would have. Like, hold on, you got Drake. They they reply was like subliminals. Yeah, but I'm saying like, like do a video, like do a video, like not subliminal, like direct. Yeah, but Drake did it, and how did that end out? Yeah, but I'm saying Drake should have teamed up with Wayne. And put Berman in there for a little flexing and shit, <laughs> you know. Which your money ain't like mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's. You might be signing you know Kanye, but he ain't paying you like. No, I. yeah. What happened is Kanye would have jumped in, and been like, "I'm a billionaire," and Berman, you have no money. It's okay. <laughs> my Universal label got me paid. Yeah. So if I show you my bank account, I'm Kanye. You would stay away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you ain't that. What I'm mad about is that we never got Drake versus Kendrick. That would have been the best. Um, that never happened. Damn, that would have been crazy. Drake didn't want to do it. After I'm Pusha, glad I didn't. After Pusha T. Yeah. After Pusha T, if Drake would have done Kendrick, it would have been bad for Drake. It would have yeah. looked very bad for Drake. We would have not gotten no more music from Drake. He probably would have, like, cried. Turned into actor. Yeah, he would have been, I'm, I think I'm going back to Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Or whatever it was. It was. <laughs> I forget what show it was on. Yeah. The Grassy was the show, but I forget what platform it was on. Nickelodeon. <laughs> nah, I wasn't on Nickelodeon. Shout out to SpongeBob. But yeah, I disagree with Jim Jones. Um, and I disagree with Jim Jones saying that Drake's the best of all time. Those are the two things. Jim Jones is tripping. Didn't you say there was a reason why they were not really replying? Was it because of that Houston dude? What was his name? Yeah, Jay Prince. There Jay was Prince, uh, yeah. apparently Drake, and this is this is this is what makes it, this battle even more corny and makes look Drake bad. I mean, it makes Drake look bad. At the time when they were battling, Drake was supposed to come out with a response track, mm-hmm. but it was supposed to be mentioning him having sex with Kim Kardashian going at Kanye. So every time this battle happened, Drake would just go at Kanye and not push T because he had nothing on Pusha T. Damn. So that was that was the the rumor that Drake was gonna come out with this track talking about he's sleeping with Kim. And now there's that song that came out that's sampling Kim and he's talking about. So that's what the rumor was. So even the fact that that rumor came out and the song never came out is stupid because it just it looks you makes you look so bad. So that's the record that Jay Prince was talking about that, that held said, back. He was like, Don't don't yeah. do it. Yeah. He was like, it would have destroyed everything. Nah, bro. It probably would have got at Kanye because that's that's what you no, had we, some we dirt. Don't, we don't know though. We don't know. Nah, man. Push nah, a T. Push a T said. Push a T said. Let the shit fly. We already let it fly. Let it, let it fly. I, I get it. Push a T said fly. Yeah, but, but they stopped it because of you, Kanye. You, you, you don't. You don't. You don't think Drake has the resources, the money to get shit from? People? Not at Push a T. Push a T. There is no dirt on Push a T. Because he would have said he would have said it in the song. If you would have, yeah. there's no dirt on Push T. The only thing he said is you're not a drug dealer. Your brother did that. Okay. Uh, oh, you got us. Oh my you God. Got me so what? That's three bad lucks. So, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is yeah. Drake didn't have anything Damn. on Push T. Drake had a lot on Kanye. That's why every time Push T was going at Drake, Kanye would. Re- I mean, Drake would respond to Kanye. He would, con- he would switch it to Kanye, and it's like, bro, I'm battling you. Why are you? Man, I you know? miss this shit in hip hop, bro. I know we don't. We don't really get it a lot. It's just Damn, stupid. man. It's- um, but yeah, like I said, yeah. Push T. Pusha T is top 50 all time regardless. I don't give a fuck. If you don't think that, then you don't know music. Jim Jones, no disrespect to you, but a lot of music you release has been ass cheeks, a two-pack of ass. You Sorry. haven't been selling records like that. So um, you're. Just, I think you're just upset Pusha T is on that list, and you're not. Um, yeah. And he's better than you. <clears throat> yeah, way, way better. Way. No, not to say that Jim Jones isn't great. He's been well, That Hitmaker album I heard it was great with him and Hitmaker. So. Hey, at least he had number one hit. <clears throat> I don't know if Push T has had a number one hit. I'm talking about Jim Jones. <coughs> yeah, he did, but I don't know if Push T has had it. Let me see Push T's chart history. He probably, probably has like it. 15. Yeah, probably has it. We'll see. Not a hit. Because the clips, his group album, they definitely had hits. I don't think they had number one. I don't did know. They? Jim Jones balling was number one, right? Pretty fly, sure. probably. Yeah, we fly. His highest charting song was with Kanye, that Runaway record featuring Kanye West. Which was... What number? 12. Let's okay, see, that's uh, pretty good. 
Um, let me see the clips chart history. Because their group, their group probably did better. Um, then, never mind. Not even grinding was number thirty, and then when was the when the last time clips was number nineteen? What happened to that boy? It was number what forty-five. To that boy. So that's when he was helping Birdman. Oh out. shit! We fly high was number five. Yeah. So Jim Jones has a higher hit yeah. record. But and then we popped champagne. That was like it's that. That's it. Two songs. Yeah. So Jim Jones had a higher hit record charting with songs, but longevity wise, Pusha T. Um, destroys him so but yeah. how is that num- not number one that's that record what? was what we fly high i mean just competition man at the time there's probably a lot of competition who the hell was what, what year was this 2006 2000, oh, yeah there's yeah. probably a lot of competition back then yeah, akon smacked that uh ti what you know about that like, yeah a lot yeah, of records a lot. Damn. uh tim justin timberlake and ti the but i remember we fly high like that thing was I mean, number five. That's that's why I was all Being over the place. Played nonstop basketball games. People were freestyling. Over freestyling, it. like it was hot. I mean, I think anybody could have turned that beat into a hit, but that beat was just like yeah. But Jim Jones, the way he was, I know. But that beat is just perfect. There's certain beats that, like in the club, uh, if it would have landed at somebody, if somebody else, they could have turned that potentially into a hit as well. Like that, man. those beats are just like some of those beats. Like if you can't turn it to hit, you're not meant to be an artist. Period. Yeah, but it's the artist too. His voice, his that too, lyrics, yeah. you yeah. know. Yeah, that was a big play. Yeah, I'm writing it too. So, exactly. Uh, Kevin Gates. Yeah. Grateful and honored to receive the key to the city of Baton Rouge. Amazing. Congratulations, yeah. Kevin, uh, Gates. Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. <laughs> uh, uh, Kevin Gates has always put on for his city, and now the Baton Rouge, and now the Baton Rouge, Louisiana native, has been awarded for his efforts with a key to his hometown. On Saturday, April eighth, the two phones rapper took to Instagram to share a video of him being surprised with the honor during his Friday night, April seventh performance at the Raising Cane's River Center Arena in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. In the clip, a member of Gates' team approaches him on stage and tells him, we could not come to your hometown without recognizing you are a man of God. You said you work out of love, correct? Yes, I do, Gates. So let's play the video. I know you heard some over there. It's all good. Rich Gang. A great man. I love that song, man. Look in the mirror. I, that look of Brassy Three mixtape is a classic to Slaps. me. Slaps. Oh, there's no, there's no better project. Perfection. In like 2010s, that's probably my favorite project that dropped. 2010, 2020. Yeah. That era. It's Every, mixed. Everything classic was to good. Me. Yeah. No, everything from top to bottom. Beats were good too, man. Oh man, everything yeah. was great. Cool. Great project. You've I never see heard. a great man. Even Luca Brassy Two is nice, but Luca Brassy Three was even better. Uh, Cassidy, this was interesting. What was two, Luke and Brass? What was the record? It was like, I don't get tired, out the mud. Yeah, uh, a lot of records. I'm perfect and perfect. A lot of records. Two back on to back. Yeah. And he said he was yeah. scared to do a third one because he was like, I don't know if I can top the second one because the second one had a, like hits, like yeah. it was charting hits. But I think the third one's better than. Yeah, I see a great second. man. Yeah, that, 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 that <laughs> project is amazing. It. Even the first track, Out the Gate, you know, they gave me time, whatever he says on that. Uh, they took a the cracker gave me time. <laughs> I just took time. I don't know. What, I forgot. Oh, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So it, that record, yeah, just <laughs> the whole project's fire. Yeah, that song was. Cassidy names his top five punchline rappers of all time. This is interesting because I think of Lil Wayne. I think of Lloyd Banks, punchline. I think of Fabulous as well. Yeah, Fab Fab is that dude. So in a recent interview with the Bootleg K podcast, the Philly rapper was asked to name his five top five punchline rappers, not including himself. Without hesitation, he listed Lord Finesse, Big L, Cannabis, Big Daddy Kane, and Cool G Rap. I named dudes that kind of came before me. That was my inspiration. That makes sense. Lord Finesse, I agree. Big L, 
Cannabis was cannabis was scheduled to be one of the biggest rappers probably of all time. But of course, the LL Cool J thing happened. If you haven't seen the documentary I made on it, LL Cool J versus Cannabis, who really won? Check that out. I did that a while ago. Big Daddy Kane, Cool J Rap. That's a solid list. Uh, for me, obviously, I'd add in Fabulous, Lloyd Banks, uh, Lil Wayne. I feel like those three are, are huge punchline rappers that I enjoy. So, shout out, to, shout out to Cassidy. Cassidy, man. He's doing his rounds. That boy can spit. A little Dirk. This is AI. This is what I mean. AI technology uh, is funny. So, Lil Dirk talks about it. So, the AI where, where you have a fake rappers. Where, by the way, somebody made a 50 Cent AI of him that. rapping over the game's music documentary. Oh, my God. Which is serious? like, yeah, let me let me see if I can play. I'm oh, play. my God. I got to hear this shit. Let me play a little bit of this. Damn, this AI shit is. Yeah, they put, they literally. Let's start some problems, man. They literally put, um, finally, at least we'll get some 15 game records now. <laughs> that's the only way you're going to get them. So let me see if I can find it, if I can find it and actually play it off my phone. Has 50 replied to that? No, probably not. Yeah. I'm going to be mad funny if he replies to it. I wonder what he's going to say. So you know that start from scratch record? Yeah. yeah. And then there's... Yeah, that's crazy. It sounds dope as 50. Yeah, I, know, 50, yeah. I, I want a 50 AI album because 50 ain't driving no damn music, so yeah, might as well yeah. do an AI at 50. That shit would be fire. Yeah, anyways, this is crazy. I don't like I don't like posting it because I just don't like the confusion of what's yeah. going to happen. So uh, Lil Dirk speaks about it. He talks to Hip Hop DX, and he said, I heard them AI deep fakes using my voice. It's wild what tech can be doing. I think AI going to change how we make music, but ain't nothing going to replace the real deal. Them raw vibes and emotions we bring, and that's true. Just make sure we use it right, you know. Keep our essence alive. Perfectly said. Yeah, perfectly said. Yeah, because you can't replace yeah. the raw emotion too. No. Like, see how the AI tried to do the scar start from scratch? Yeah. Game at the time was in his feelings drunk when he recorded that. So the AI yeah. can't do that. Beat. Yep. You know, they tried it right there. It sounds a little off though when you try to do it. it. Doesn't sound. You can definitely tell, yeah. Yeah, but who knows? Technology might get better, and you never know what the hell's gonna happen. Yep. So. Uh, new music. Let's get into it. Uh, Drake dropped that song "Rescue." What is it called? "Rescue Save Me." Whatever. I forget the title. Uh, yes, yeah, some rescue. That's the one with the Kim Kardashian sample. Search and rescue. Search and rescue. Uh, on the cover, you know, he's in that the helmet, whatever, and that's the people made the connection that Kim Kardashian was in the helmet on her Instagram. So, mm-hmm. you know, sl- slick, sleazy stuff. Uh. He also premiered a new track with Lil Uzi Vert on this radio, so he might be having a coming out song with Lil Uzi nice. Vert, which people have been excited about because uh, this was previewed in 2021, so now it's looking like it's going to come. So Drake might be gearing up to drop an album. God, this guy. Already a song man. with Lil Yeah, it just doesn't stop. It's like, bro, take a fucking break. I think he's just got too much music. Yeah. You know? And, and he's, he's just, not like being like Drake. And he's still on top, yeah. so to be honest with you, he's still on top, whether people yeah. want to admit it or not, you know. Um, I think he wants he to keep is. his foot on people's necks still. Like he's like, <laughs> before people can, you know, yeah, this guy does not want to give anybody a chance. Exactly, to take that spot. Yeah, period. That's why he said, "I'm gonna re- remember the interviews. Like I want to retire because I want to see what the new generation does. Because like, if you're keep consistently making hits, you're not gonna be able to let the new generation do anything. It's like, Dang. so, yeah. Why uh, are you dropping shit? Exactly. Uh, Kanye with the machine dropped quarters. New single, Joey Badass dropped single, Fallen. Lil Yachty dropped Strike Holster. Lucas, Joyner Lucas and Future dropped Blackout. NBA Youngboy and Nicki Minaj dropped What the Fuck. The music video for that came out as well. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Ray Shremer dropped the, the Shrem for Life project. Like I said, there's a uh, Not So Bad song is on there. as a sample of Eminem's Stan. Uh, so check that out. And yeah, DJ that's it. Dramas, yep. That was a while, yeah. Album sales, Morgan Wallen, still number one with a bullet. He's at 173,000 copies sold. That guy still. Yeah, and this is like the fourth week, third, fourth week. So almost 200,000, like yeah. yeah. 200,000 still selling. Jeez. Insane. Uh, 
Melanie Martinez, Portals. I don't know who this is, but she's killing it. She debuted at number two, 121,000. Great numbers. Nice. Tyler the Crailer, Call Me If You Get Lost, the deluxe version, debuted at number three with 70,000. SZA SOS is at number four with 64,000. Boy Genius, the record, is at number five, debut with 63,000. Taylor Swift, Midnight's at number six with 60,000. Luke Combs, number seven, getting old at 54,000. Jimin and Face, number eight with 48,000. Morgan Wallen, Dangerous Double Album, number nine with 44,000. And Metro Boomin at number 10 with Heroes and Villains at 42,000. Metro Boom. Uh, Drake and 21 Savage, number 14 with her loss, 33,000. Lil Baby, My Turn, number 20 with 24,000. Lil Baby, It's Only Me, number 21 with 23,000. Lil Baby, I, I mean, Lil Wayne, I Am Music. This is a compilation album with all of his hits. He dropped. So finally, he drives a compilation with all of his hits into one. No, Eminem has yeah. curtain call with all his hits. Lil Wayne dropped I Am Music. This debuted at number 24 with 20,000. It's pretty good. Uh, Drake Certified Lover Boy, number 29 with 19,000. Larry June and the Alchemist, that album. I haven't checked it out yet. They dropped theirs. The Great Escape, David at number 30 with 18,000. Future I Never Liked You, number 32 with 17,000. Eminem Curtain Call, number 33 with 17,000. Uh, Says the Control, number 43 with 15,000. And then the last two, Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City, and Damn, at number 48 and 49 with 14,000 each. And that's it for today's episode yep. of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 191. Stream us, Spotify, Deezer, Pocket Cast, YouTube, all that. Have an amazing night, day, whenever you listen to this. And peace. Peace. Huh?